Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Fun crazy, not creepy crazy, on The Riley and Kimmy Show. The Riley and Kimmy Show. The Riley and Kimmy Show. Toys, movies, comics, and so much more. The Riley and Kimmy Show. And the more that you listen, the more that you know. The Riley and Kimmy Show. And welcome to this episode of The Riley and Kimmy Show. If you're listening the day it is uploaded, it is a Saturday. September 16th, this is episode number 1,370. Right next to me is... Kevin! I got one name! Kevin! Hello, everybody! Hello, everybody! 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 Hi! Hi there. I am your host, Patrick Riley. I am the villain of the story. That's so true. And right next to me is Kimmy. You don't know how much I've missed all of you. And I promise you I'll never desert you again. You see, this is my life. It always will be. There's nothing else. Just us. And the cameras. And those wonderful people out there in the dark. Oh, she's saying hello to all those wonderful people out in the dark. Hello. Uh, Kimmy's with us. How 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 are things going, Kimmy? You okay? All right. You should be quite happy. It is a Saturday. <laughs> Regardless if it's a Saturday, a Sunday, or any day of the week, the Riley and Kimmy Show has a brand new episode. That's right, brand new pop culture-based uh, talk show. That's what we are, a variety nerd talk show. Tell your friends you found a place that offers escapism all the time. We have archived episodes available right now on our website. Check them out. Also, video interviews, celebrity interviews, links to upcoming events, and all oh, nerd news stories and social media links too. Yeah, you connect right with the Riley and Kimmy Show. We'll follow back if you uh, like and follow us. And by the way, we also have a contact event page where if you'd like to have the Riley and Kimmy Show at your upcoming event and promote it, we are available for you. You can contact us right there. Where can someone find all this stuff? Kimmy, what's our web address, please? RileyandKimmy.com RileyandKimmy.com The Riley and Kimmy Show. Shall we play a game? That is the question on this Saturday. This fun day. We should call it fun day. That's right. On this Saturday fun day, does Kimmy want to go back in time and play nerd and pop culture trivia with a timeline that may or may not be adjusted, meaning chronological? Would you like to play or not? Oh, it sounds like fun. We'll be asking Kimmy some questions from the timeline. You can help her get some of these answers right. We believe in time travel answers, so shout out uh, your answers to whatever listening device you have the Riley and Kimmy show on right now. It could be anything because we are mobile, we are global. You could take us anywhere on planet Earth. That's the Riley and Kimmy show. First question we have is probably from your favorite category, Kimmy. It was on this date, 1963. This group's album was released. We have... A title track, actually the title track from that album, it reached number 37, which is surprising on the Billboard Hot 100, considering what the, well, what the group is. Identify the group. Here's just a sniglet of the single from that album. Nineteen sixty-three. The single came off that album. The album was actually released on this date. Tell me the name of the group. The Beach Boys. That's right. Do you have that on vinyl by chance? Uh, no. All right. Moving ahead. The year is nineteen sixty-five. 
this person's TV show debuts on NBC TV. The show is titled After Him. See if you can identify who it is, Kimmy. He is a singer and an actor and a comedian. Identify the voice. Everybody loves somebody sometimes. Everybody falls in love somehow. Thank you. You know, there's there's no point in singing the whole song. You might not buy the record. Uh, if your picture looks a little out of focus, that's the way you look to me too. Tell you that. Now, uh, you know, I'm getting tired already. Oh, don't laugh. I got a whole season to do an NB to do this NBC show, and they ain't taking any chances. Yes, that's from the opening. He actually seat belts himself to a chair. Can you identify who that is? Dean Martin. Yes, the Dean Martin Show debuted on NBC 1965. Did anybody in your family watch that Dean Martin Show that you're aware of? Mm-hmm. All right, moving moving ahead. Well, Kimmy couldn't have because she wasn't on planet Earth at the time. Moving ahead, the year is 19-something, Kimmy. This TV show is seen for the final time. Are you ready for your audio clue? Mm -hmm. For the final time, this show is seen. Can you identify that mystery TV show? The Andy Griffith Show. Yes, and what year, within five, was the last? Now, don't get confused, because they would spin it off with Mayberry RFD. But Mm. the Andy Griffith Show itself is over on this date. What year? Um, 19... 68. You got it exactly right, you Andy Griffith groupie. Wow. Yeah. What network had it originally? Who aired it originally? ABC. It was a CBS uh, airing, and it uh, it finished. You know, I like the early years of the Andy Griffith show, the black and white years. While Don Knotts is there, once he's gone, I, I'm like, yeah, meh, I, I'm not happy there. Okay? Mm-hmm. But you can still catch Andy Griffith, the Andy Griffith show, me TV runs the Andy Griffith Show on a daily basis. The year is 1970. Jimi Hendrix made his final public appearance. He appeared with Eric Burden and War at a club in London. The year is 1972. This TV show premieres. Identify the TV show. The star, by the way, was in the show was named after him. And tell me the network it originally aired on. Here's your clue. I think Kimmy can tell me the name of this TV show already. What was it, Kimmy? Bob Newhart? Yes, yeah, the Bob Newhart Show. It debuted on this date, premieres. What uh, network aired it originally? CBS. Yeah, you got that exactly right. 1972, first time it came out. Next one might be a tough one, although you are our audiophile, our music expert. See if you can identify who this is, Kimmy. 1977, he released this single. Drowning in the Sea of Love. Here's your audio clue. I've been down one time. I've been down two times. But I'm drowning, drowning in the sea of love. I've been here so very long. I've lost all my direction. Can you identify who that is, Kimmy? No. Former Beatle. Can you still, is it still no, or can you pick it out? Ringo? Yeah, that's Ringo Starr, 1977, Drowning in Sea of Love. Give me the year. Within two years, this TV show airs for the first time. Also, we're asking you, Kimmy, the name of the network it aired on. Here is your audio clue. I got enough problems with this investigation already without playing tour guide to some wide-eyed understudy down here on a weekend pass. Wait a second. Oh, you wait a second. You might have commendations up the yin-yang in the Bronx or New York or wherever the hell it is you're from, but this is Miami, pal, where you can't even tell the players without a program. Kimmy, can you tell me the name of that TV show? Hmm. Miami Vice.
Yes, Kimmy easily identified that. Let's finish the questions with that TV show. What network aired it originally, Kimmy? NBC. Thanks, pal. Yes, you got it exactly right. That is Miami Vice. Moving to celebrity and notable birthdays, this person born 1914 died September 5th. Well, let's make that 6, September 6, 1999, died at the age of 84. Best known as the creator and host of Candid Camera that ran from 1940s into the 1980s. He did Candid Microphone before that. Tell me who it is. Alan Funt. You weirdo. I I, I don't know how you know Alan Funt because there's no way you were watching Candid Camera. It must have been uh, family members telling you about that show. Mm. Next individual actress born on this date, 1924, died 2014 at the age of 89. Tell me who she is, Kimmy. Here is your audio clue. This belongs to me inside of my lips. I don't see any difference. Okay. You know you don't have to act with me, Steve. You don't have to say anything and you don't have to do anything. Not a thing. Oh, maybe just whistle. You know how to whistle, don't you, Steve? You just put your lips together and blow. Who is that? Lauren Bacall. That's right. And supposedly they caused her voice to be deepened. They wanted it even deeper when they first hired her for films. And she had to do vocal exercises. I don't think it's true that this would make your voice deeper. They had her shout Shakespeare for like eight hours at a time. Mm. I don't know if that would actually make you. It might make you raspy. It might burn out your voice a little bit. But I don't know if it would make it deeper. Right? Mm. All right. Lauren Bacall. Who was she married to, Kimmy? Um, Humphrey Bogart. That's right. From 1945 until his death in 1957. I think you did a fantastic job with trivia today. Thank you. And we're going to go back in time and honor something we talked about with the golden age of radio. Radio was new. Radio. Someone still loves you. And that's a Riley and Kimmy show. We're going to honor actress Lauren Bacall, who was born on this date in 1924. We have back-to-back episodes of a golden age of radio program she did that, well, it's a little, it's not really talked about a lot. So it's not that known. It's called Bold Venture. Now, it's an adventure series. You're going to say, eh, well, there's probably a lot of them. Well, this one is extremely important because the co-star with Lauren Bacall was Humphrey Bogart. This was their, their radio program that ran weekly. It started in 1951. Now, kicking things off with these back-to-back uninterrupted episodes, we have A Bullet for Sharon from 1951. Here's actress Lauren Bacall with Bold Venture on The Riley and Kimmy Show. Bold Venture. Adventure, intrigue, mystery, romance, starring Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall. Together in the sultry setting of tropical Havana and the mysterious islands of the Caribbean. Bold Venture. Once again, the magic names of Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall bring you Bold Venture and a tale of mystery and intrigue. You, um, you uh, won't regret this, Mr. Shannon. Uh, You'll see you won't. Mr. Shannon hardly ever regrets anything, do you, Slate? That's because I lead such a clean life. See what a lucky man you are, Mr. Bullock. Where else could you have found a 100% fellow like Slate here to take you all the way to Key West in his own boat? I know. Oh, how well I know. Oh, uh, that reminds me. The passage money. Yeah, you can pay me when I land you at Key West. Uh, when you do that, you'll get a bonus. <laughs> yeah, it's a nice, plump bonus. Plump, huh? That'll be nice. You're a nice man, Mr. Bullock. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, here, I got the money right here. I'll peel off any part of it. 
Just say when. What a big piggy bank you must have robbed, Mr. Bullock. Huh? Oh, I and... Oh, oh, you made a funny. Did you do that, sailor? <laughs> yes, she did. I've got $50,000 right here in my hand. Oh, piggy bank. And I'll just say when, Mr. Shannon. <laughs> well, if it makes you that happy, when? What did I tell you, Mr. Bullock? You finally found an honest man. You're wonderful, Slate. Means a lot to you to get to Key West, doesn't it, Mr. Bullock? Oh, it does. Yes, it does. A man like me, I, I'm just not cut out for this excitement in Havana. I'm strictly a homebody. Carpet slippers, a pipe, the evening paper, but all of it in English. Something a man can hold on to. Yes, uh, how much farther to your boat, Mr. Shannon? A couple of minutes. If you're that anxious, you could have taken a plane. One of the crack liners. I told you, I don't like all those people around me. I paid you enough, didn't I? I'm not paying you to ask silly personal questions. You're being paid to... Now, easy, Mr. Bullock. Slate doesn't like it when you go. Hey, watch it, sailor. Hey, watch with you guys. You know better than to drive in a van with your headlights off. You could have... Keep the mouth polite, friend. All we want is to ask a friendly direction. Hey, uh, Mr. Shannon, look out. They're the men who... The, the, the men who... Well, what do you know? It can still talk. <laughs> All right, move it, my check. Johnny will be proud, won't he, my chick? Huh? Yeah, he'll be proud. Hey, you should have seen it, Johnny. You should have seen it. Huh? But, Johnny, you think... I said shut up. Turn off the record, my chick. Yeah. A man doesn't need anything but music like that. Uh, sure, Johnny. Sure, Johnny. Tell me how Bullock died. And four slugs in the chest. Can you imagine that, Johnny? A little guy like that, and it takes him four slugs. Who was driving? Him. Machek, him. I was driving, Johnny. <laughs> I don't know about you, Machek. I really don't. I said Dolly drives. You were going to handle the gun, remember? Oh, what difference does it make? Uh, sure, Johnny, what difference? I didn't mind. He took four slugs. You should have seen him. Marchick. Uh-huh. Next time you do like I say, next time you'll do it my way, won't you, Marchick? Uh, sure I will. Sure you will. You understand? It's the little things that annoy me. Take Bullock. He annoyed me. A bookkeeper who walks out with $50,000 shakes my faith. The money is incidental, Marchick. It's the annoyance of it. it gives me butterflies. That's Johnny. Johnny, when do soon, we... Soon, real soon. And when we get back to the States, it'll be like old times, won't it? Running things from Havana's okay, Johnny, but I like the States. Like old times. When are we getting out of here? Sometime I'll whisper it in your ear gently, Marchick. Sure. There's no chance of a slip-up on Bullock, is there? Uh-uh. We were driving without lights. Nobody followed. Yeah, that's right. It happened too fast even for the guy and the dame to what have... What guy and dame? The ones that Bullock was talking what to. What guy and dame? Bullock came out of the hotel with the guy and the dame. What hotel? Called Shannon's place. Uh... Get them. Bring them here. Sure, Johnny. Now turn on the music, Marchek. Uh-huh. said you were outside. said you were on the patio. Did he tell you to keep walking? I said you know where Slate Shannon is. Shannon is doing clever things to his boat. You'll find him down at the dock. Hey, your name's Duval, huh? Who are you? You got in trouble a little while ago, didn't you? You walked with a man and he dropped dead from bullets. Look, don't make me repeat myself. Police, that's all. For a Cuban policeman, you've got quite an American lilt to your voice. Uh, yeah, I got all the American movies. Come on, sis. What are you talking about? Talking about come on, with me, the police. I'm arresting you for suspicion. Suspicion of what? Show me a badge. Come on, sis. I get experience dragging people, too. Take your hands off me. You... Why, Why you're the man in the car. You... Yeah. You... 
Hey, you gonna stop fighting or do I break the soft arm? Sailor! Slate! Slate, hurry! You did wrong, sis! Wrong! What's that? Slate, he's got a gun! Okay, drop it! Tell her, get the gun! You're gonna be real sorry, mister! He's getting away. Yeah. You all right, sailor? He slugged you good, huh? Are you all right? Let's go inside. He was the man who shot Mr. Bullock. Yeah, I noticed. Like you said, he slugged me good. I'll get you something. Hey, wait a minute. We've got company sitting over there. Yeah. I wonder what he wants. Good evening, Senor LaSalle. Buenas noches, Senor. Senorita. Are you sad also, like me? Sad? See, si. This evening you were seen with a man who is lately murdered. That's why I am sad. You are under arrest, both of you. Make yourselves comfortable, senorita. Senor, we have a saying in Havana, my jail is your jail. Hasn't changed a bit, has it, Slate? Still cozy. Yeah. Our home away from home. Same leg broken on same chair. Same cigar burns on same desk. Same picture of LaSalle Jr. No, it's not the same. Hmm? Junior's a big boy now. How Junior has shot up. Thank you. Don't mention it. How is Junior? Remarkable. He is now in attendance at Yale. <clears throat> bula bula for him. Oh, you are too kind. Well, how long do we crook our pinkies at each other, LaSalle? I gave you the hoodlum's gun. All you have to do is trace it. That gets you Bullock's murderer. That gets us out of this coffee clutch. You and us. This we shall do, senor, the tracing of the gun. However, there's also a matter of questions. I've already chosen my category. How about you, Slate? And what's the question? We told you he shot Bullock down in cold blood. We were taking a walk. Bullock didn't get to finish it, that's all. This murderer of which you speak, you know him? You can describe him? He was American. He carried an American gun. He's got a cold right cross. What else is there to know about a man in the dark? I could think of something. The license number of the car. You jotted it down? I knew we forgot something, sailor. Next time I'll bring my ballpoint. Yeah, do that. Uh, which brings us to the 64 peso question. Junior has written me of such. What business had Senor Bullock with you? He hired me. He hired my boat. Take him to Key West. He was a simple little man. Still, he had almost $50,000 on him. Perhaps you will tell me why. Sure. Simple little men put their pennies in Christmas savings. You'd be surprised how it adds up. It could have been a good fee to take him to Key West. $50,000. Perhaps this hoodlum you speak of. Perhaps he had fear you would not share with him, eh? Hey, look, I told you what happened. Buenas noches, Senor LaSalle. Everybody. <laughs> Well, will you be glad I'm here, Shannon? You and the lady. Will you be glad? What is it you want, Senor Armand? A favor, Senor? Just release Shannon and Duval. Because I ask you. Because I've got a writ that says you have to. Give it to me. Uh -huh. It is in order. You are released. But uh, walk careful in Havana, eh, Senor? Senorita? Just like you say. Give my regards to Junior, huh? Let's get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> well, I told you. The chief and me, we're uh, just like that. I do favors for him, him for me. And you for who else? Your benefactor. Lovely man. He arranged it all. He's dying to meet you two. Let's not keep him waiting, huh? He sounds like a doll. Shall we go, Slate? Not you, just me and Buster here. Now, look. I said go home, sailor. You'll take me to my benefactor, huh, Buster? I don't want to share him with anybody. Yeah? I brought Shen. Oh, oh, you're the lawyer. Hey, Johnny. Yes, who is it? The lawyer. With the guy. Tell the lawyer to go home. You heard him. Come on in, Shannon. 
Right in here. Here he is, Johnny. Hello, Shannon. Are you staring at me because you recognize me? Hey, I've seen you. Your pictures. You're Johnny Rice. That's right. How many states are you wanted in, Johnny? The original 13, seven more besides. You like music, Shannon? Sometimes. Try now. Listen. Pretty? Sure, it's pretty. You're going out to it, Shannon. Only because you know I'm in Havana. Whoever told you I knew that? Marchick. Uh-huh. Kill him. Johnny, I... I said... Yeah. Listen to me. Now throw him away, Marchick. Back to Bold Venture, our stars Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall, and the second act of our story. A man he come to Shannon's place, have plenty of money and anonymous face. This man so rich wants to live in states, but die in gutter, decree his face. The police, they come and arrest Mr. Slate, also Lady Sailor, his fair lady of late. Then lawyer, he come with writ, reaches. Lady Sailor come home, but Mr. Slate disappears. Now Lady Sailor, she bit her lip, her eyes are sad. Does it show that much, King Moses? Maybe not to somebody else, but to King Moses, it shows like it was in neon lights. Funny. Slate never sees it. Mr. Slate sees, but he does not believe. You are someone he has not known the like of ever before. He do not think himself worthy of you. <laughs> That'll be the day. The day he underrates himself. Ah, I know him longer than you, Lady Sailor. Well, then maybe you can tell me where he's been all night. Because you know him so well. I cannot. In Havana, there are many places. One goes because one has a desire in his heart or... Or what, King? Or there is a desire in someone else's heart to please or to do harm. Slate can take care of himself. Yes, but sometimes a man gets hurt taking care of himself. Sometimes... How could he have got hurt? We were in the police station. A lawyer named Harmon came in with a writ. Slate went. Uh, Get me my coat, King. You go someplace, Lady Sailor? Yeah, to see our lawyer. We got him for free yesterday. Maybe he'll tell me where he took Slate for free. Ah, you understand, Miss Duvall, it's been so long since a person as lovely as you walked in here. Mostly until you... Dregs. Unfortunate people with burdens. Uh... Mr. Harmon, where did you take Slate Shannon? <laughs> really, now? Look, Mr. Harmon, I could go away and come back. Only then this office would be cluttered with half the police in Havana. Now, let me explain something to you, Miss Duvall. I am a lawyer. I was hired to get you and Mr. Shannon out of jail. I succeeded quite well, don't you think? Where did you take Slate? Here I was only half successful. I was supposed to uh, deliver both of you. Where? Well, you must realize I'm not going to say where or to whom or why. And may I make a suggestion? What? Should you bring the police here, I would lie. I would lie and say I dropped Slate Shannon in the middle of downtown Havana, in the street. I would lie and you would become a fool. Beautiful, but nonetheless a fool. Goodbye, Miss Duvall. Come on, wake up. Uh, Come on, wake up, Shannon. You're over being hurt. Wake up. Hey, I know you. The man told you to kill me. I'm sorry. I had to make it look good. How's your shoulder? You had to do that, huh? 
Uh, yeah, you're wrong, Marchek. I'm not over being hurt. Now, there was a doctor here. He took the bullet out. Fixed you up. That uh, sling. Here. Here's some pills. He said you'll live. Did he check with Johnny Rice? Is it okay with Johnny Rice if I live? Johnny thinks you're dead. He wouldn't have it any other way. Oh, then you double-crossed Johnny. Uh-huh. That makes me owe you something. Like my life, minus a pound of shoulder. You don't owe me a thing. Don't kid me, Marchek. You don't do things like that to Johnny Rice. Not for nothing. You don't cross him, bring me here to this hole, get me a doctor, not for nothing. What's your fee? It'll surprise you. You want to bet? Tell me your fee, then I'll go home, because I've got a home. I work for the Treasury. I get it. You don't like to kill with guns. You're going to kill me with jokes. See? My credentials. Look at them. Go on, look at them. Uh, you win. Surprises me. It always does. Every time. Yeah, I know. I saw the movie. We've wanted Johnny Rice a long time. We don't want to lose him in red tape. You're going to help us get him. Am I? He's going to make a run for the States tonight. We'll arrest him there. I'll recommend your book. Thanks. You're, uh, you're Miss Duval. Can she handle a bold venture? Uh, leave her out of it or I don't play. All right. I'll go find somebody else. Hey, come back, Jack Armstrong. Sailor can handle a boat. Tell her to get it ready. Tell her to be on board about six o'clock. Sometime after dark, three men will meet her. Me, Dolly, and Johnny Rice. She'll take us to Key West. And you'll take Dolly and Rice all by yourself? You're a bigger hero than appears on the surface, Marchek. Don't pout, Shannon. You're going to. You'll hide below deck with a gun. I'll call out when I need you. Because I need you. See you later, Marchek. Yeah. Mr. Slate, Mr. Slate. Hey, where's Sailor King? What happened to you, Mr. Slate? I'll tell you later. Where is she? In her room, melting away for you, Mr. Slate. Sailor. Slate, Slate, where have you been? Why didn't you... Now, watch it. Your tears are getting my bandage wet. Hey, what's the matter with you, Sailor? Your arm. Ah, it's my shoulder. Used to have a bullet in it. Slate. Cut it out, will you? Man spends a hard night getting shot. He likes to come home and see a girl with her hair combed and lipstick on, looking nice. Look in the mirror. I'm sorry. Forget it. We're going to Key West. What are you talking about? You're hurt. We're going to Key West as soon as it gets dark. You'll be on the bold venture. Three men will meet you there. One named Johnny Rice and Marchek and Dolly. I'll be below deck. I'll have a gun. Ahoy! Come aboard. Well, good evening. I'm Johnny Rice. And you're Sailor Duval. You sit over there. No. You're at the wheel of this tub. I'm your right-hand man. Right beside you. Let's get moving. We wait for two more men. <laughs> Marchick and Dolly? That's right. When Marchick paid me for this trip, he said you, him, and something named Dolly. How much did Marchick pay you for this trip? $300. <laughs> he did well by it. I'll thank him again when he comes aboard. I'm afraid not. He's dead, like your friend Slate. Dead? That's right. I caught Marchick placing a phone call, transatlantic to the Treasury boys. Can you imagine Marchick doing that? That's why he's dead. What about Dolly? He's packing Marchick to bury him wherever he wants to bury him. I'll meet Dolly in the States. Then there's going to be only you. And you. Let's go to Key West, Mr. Val. Ah, beautiful night, isn't it? I haven't looked. Uh, do you mind if I get some coffee? Where do you get your coffee? Below on the galley. And who runs the boat while you're doing that? You. Just hold the wheel. Steady as she goes. All right. I've never run a boat before, but 
Go ahead. And bring me some, too. Hurry back. I'm beginning to miss you already. Slate. Hey, what are you doing here? Where's Marchek? He's dead. They found out who he is and they killed him. You mean you've been up there all alone with Rice and Dolly? No, only Johnny Rice came aboard. He's waiting for some coffee. I'll carry it to him on this gun. Be careful, Slate. You're on. I don't worry about it. Yeah, you were quick with the coffee, Mr. Val. No coffee, Johnny. We're all out. Huh? Well, what do you know? Marchek didn't kill you. I should have figured that. You enjoy handling a boat, Johnny? Yeah. I'm happy like this. Uh, shoulder's bleeding, huh? Drop the gun. Drop it. Thanks, Shannon. Now I'm going to have to spend the voyage with a gun in my hand, huh, Shannon? Did you hear what I told your boyfriend, Miss Duval? Slate. Slate, you're hurt. I'll take the hurt away from him in a little while. Get on this wheel. Uh, I'm sorry, sailor. I lost it. Come on, get on the wheel. You know something? I forgot how to run a boat. If I took the wheel, this boat would go around in circles till we ran out of gas. I can blink an eyelash, Mr. Val, then shoot you dead. Slate can run the boat. That's a big coincidence. I forgot, too. What's on your mind, Slate? Throw my gun overboard and I'll see you get ashore. Where I want to go? Key West. You got my word for it. All right. That was my gun, Johnny. Now yours. Now I'll take the wheel. How much water, sailor? About seven feet. Well, it won't be long now. I can see the lights from the coast. Take another sounding, sailor. All right. Four. Better cut the motors. Now two. All right, Johnny, jump. Jump? That's right. I can't take the boat on the beach. You'll have to walk from here. Go ahead, jump. All right. Go along, Johnny. I'll find you, Slate. I'll find you now. Hey. What's the matter, Johnny? This beach. There's water on the other side of it. Where am I? <laughs> Go along, Johnny. How did I do, sailor? I don't know what you did. I told him I'd put him ashore on my part of the bargain. That sandbar is a mile from Key West, but it's part of Key West. The tide will be in in a half hour. He'll drown. Get on the ship to shore phone, sailor. Get the Coast Guard. Give him Johnny's position. If they hurry, they'll get him alive. Take it easy, Slate. I'm not a nurse. This is a sailor. Water. Water. So help me, Slate. If I thought you had a fever... Oh, the room is spinning. Everything's going black. I've got no pulse. I'll go get you one. Oh, thanks, nurse. I'll be right back, baby. It's time for your ten o'clock feeding. <laughs> Why, you nurses always talking shop. Come here. Let go of oh, me. Come here. Boy, you really have got a fever. Bold Venture. Adventure, intrigue, mystery, romance, starring... Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall together in the sultry setting of tropical Havana and the mysterious islands of the Caribbean Bold Venture Once again, the magic names of Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall bring you Bold Venture and a tale of mystery and intrigue.
<laughs> I just told you that hotel joke because of this place, this Shannon's Hotel reminded me. Oh, I got another one for you. Hey, you want to hear it? Sure you do. Now, look, you ask me, why do rumba dancers have such an easy time of it? Go on, go on, ask me. All right. Why do rumba dancers have such an easy time of it? You want to know why rumba dancers have such an easy time of it, Miss Duval? Uh-huh. Well, get this, little kid. Because all they have to do is stand around and twiddle their thumbs. <laughs> twiddle their thumbs, you get it? Rumba dancers. <laughs> uh, it doesn't reach you, huh? How long do you plan to stay with us here at Shannon's Hotel, Mr. Dixon? Play it straight and give me an answer, huh? Ah, uh, you're just angry because you don't respond to my bombs. You got a deep hate. You got a deep hate because your boy Shannon has taken a fancy to my partner, Fanny Lane. Like that. The ink is barely dry on the register from a signature. He invites her out to partake of the delicacies of Havana. She accepts with alacrity. That hates us both. Slate likes to make people feel at home. How long does it take to build up a cozy little thing like that? Three hours? Four? Well, roll out the carpet. Here comes lover boy now. Ah, you should have come with us, sailor. Franny's a lot of girl. We had a ball. What did you do for four hours? Dribble it? <laughs> Everywhere comics. Where's my partner, Shannon? Did she make you walk home alone because you got frisky? She's in her room. I took her by way of the balcony. The moon shines brighter there. You don't mind, do you, Dixon? No, no, not a bit. Maybe Franny can build it into a laugh for the act. Hey, look, Dixon, all we did was look at the sights. Then she'll want to show me the postcards, because Franny likes to share things with a partner. Oh, uh, Shannon. Yeah? The next time you'll bring Franny around the front way, huh? Because she plays better to an audience. You'll do that, huh? Franny. It's Hal, Franny. Come on, open up. Ah, that's my little Franny. Okay, what do you want? Inside. Wait. Invite me to sit down. Have you gone crazy? Tell me a thing, honey. You like Havana? Sure you do. What are you talking about? How much money you got stashed away in Havana, Franny? Twenty grand? A hundred? Huh. That's the funniest joke you ever told in your life. I'm a funny man. You want to know another thing? I know who you are. Hell. The first time I saw you, I knew about you. Five years ago when we teamed. For a purpose, we teamed. Because I knew you were the ever-loving of Tommy Carper. And Tommy's a man with how much money? Twenty Gs? A hundred? All right. What do you want? Ah, that's my baby. Tommy's in the clink right here in Havana. Because that's the law. You pull a bank job in the locality, you get caught, you get the clink in the locality. That's why you were so anxious to come to Havana, Franny? Listen to me, Hal. Sure it was. Because the dough Tommy robbed never turned up. Because you know where it is, because Tommy told you. All that dough for us. For you and me, baby. Take your hands off Oh, me. now, Franny. Get out of here, get out! No. You don't talk to Hal like that, never like that. Franny, get up, baby. You hit your head on that bad old pipe, Franny, huh? Oh, come on, come on, get up. Hey, hey, baby. You're not going to get up, are you? Never. Well, we'll just have to put you someplace, baby. An alley? Sure, an alley. You went out with a guy named Shannon tonight and you never got home. Shannon left you in an alley. Did you bring the passkey, Shannon, like I told you? Like you asked me. You did ask me, didn't you? Oh, sure, sure. What's eating you, Shannon? You got ugly memories? Did I wake you up out of a bad dream? You should be grateful. It's just that I'm not used to comics on an empty stomach. What makes you so anxious to get into Franny's room? Well, it's like this. I've been knocking on the door and she doesn't answer. <laughs> oh, you must have given her a snazzy time last night, Shannon. Franny! Franny, your partner says it's time for you to get up. No, oh, I've been through all that, Shannon. So make with the key, huh? Even if it breaks your heart. Yeah. 
Oh, Franny. What do you know? Franny isn't here. What did you do with my partner, Shannon? Look at the bed. It hasn't been slept on. Hasn't even been sat on. And no nylons hanging up to dry. She never came home, Shannon. What did you do with her? Exactly as I would have phrased the question, senor. Huh? What are you doing here, LaSalle? Aha, uh-huh. a policeman, Havana type. Well, you two will want to be alone. Thank you for the courtesy, senor. Uh, here's a pass to my show, chief. I'm a comedian. You'll enjoy me. Gracias. I asked you a question, LaSalle. What do you want here? Maybe what I want, Shannon. Maybe he wants you to bring back my Franny to me. <laughs> Have fun, fellas. This was Senorita Franny Lane's room, eh? Yeah. What about it? She is murdered, beaten to death. We found her body in an alley with a room key to your hotel, Franny Lane. Oh, not Franny. Exactly, Franny. You enjoyed Havana with her last night, Senor Shannon, eh? Uh, We know you did so. Many friends have told us. What else did your friends tell you? That I killed her? We have not yet had the rudeness to ask this question of them, but I will ask it of you. I brought her home. She said goodnight here at the hotel. Far from an alley, no? Hmm. You know who the girl really was, senor? Franny Lane, part of an act, Dixon and Lane. She was more than that, senor. She was the wife of a convict whose name is senor Tommy Carpa. Yesterday, senor Carpa escaped from our escape-proof jail. It makes me sadness. I bleed for you. Thank you. The senor Carpa, it is good for you he escaped. If he had not, I would arrest you for the murder of his senora. As it is, uh, you will have no impulse to depart our Havana. No, Senor Shannon? Slate, Slate. Hello, Slate. Hi. I've been looking all over the beach for you, all day. Uh, what do you want? Nothing. Pretty night, huh? Uh, what do you want, sailor? Look at me. Uh, what? Go ahead, look at me. What do you see? Now, look, sailor, I got enough on my mind without making drooling noises at you. And that's why I'm here. I want to know what's on your mind, so I can worry about it, too. Who killed that girl? You didn't. Well, that leaves the rest of Havana. Any of the 23 people registered in the hotel. You didn't kill her, did you? It crossed my mind. So it brings us back to the question, who killed that girl? Her husband? You've got to know that so you can clear yourself. Is that why? I've got to know it because she was murdered. Because she was a person I enjoyed. Because she gave me four hours out of her life. We laughed a lot together. She kissed my cheek and thanked me when I brought her back to the hotel. Now she's suddenly dead. That's why I've got to know who made it like that. That's why, Slate. What are you going to do? I've been spending the day thinking about it. Now I know. You want to come along? going to walk around Havana for the rest of the night, Slate? You want to go home? Go. We're not getting any place, are we? Well, it's not easy to get people to give you an answer when you ask them about an escaped convict. Mind if I ask a question? What? How do you know all these people? The kind of people you can ask about an escaped convict. No, we, we got mutual interests. Books, teas, the theater, friends in jail. Uh, in here, sailor. <laughs> Ten centavos a dance. Stay here, sailor. Oh, Slade. Your friend is leaving, senorita. You dance with me, see? I am pretty. I dance the American Charleston. (laughs) You're on your own, sailor. Thanks, boy. Hello, Maria. Oh, Slade Shannon, my beautiful Slade, my alma Slade. I have been waiting for you. Waiting? See. I knew you would come here to Maria, to her palace of jolly, of which Maria is the foremost jolly, eh? <laughs> also, people have been whispering in my fat ear that you have been saying, where is Tommy Carpa? So you've just been waiting for me to come to you, huh? Oh, could I come to you, mi hermosa, with my big measurements? How many times a day can I give from this chair, eh? Huh? see, I knew you would come. Where's Carpa? Uh, he will be happy to see you. Where is he? 
Number 22 Paseo Batista on the corner near the alley. Girl I came in with is named Sailor Deval. Oh, I saw her. She is lovely. Muy lovely. Yeah, well, uh, see that she gets home alone. See. Si, si. uh, once I had a figure like she has. Oh, tell her to stay off of the tamales, senor. You would be Slate Shannon. Word got to you, huh, Carpa? Word moves fast in Havana. Doesn't it, though? Come on in. Make yourself cozy, Shannon. The sofa there. And a pillar for your head. Don't refuse me, Shannon. I'm sensitive. I'll be hurt. Yeah, but the gun in your hand will help you get over it, huh? Sure it will. Comfortable? Uh-huh. What have you got in these pillows, Carper? Goose down? I never looked. Another word reached me, Shannon. A word that said you showed my wife a big time. Then you killed her. Is that how you operate? One pleasure on top of the other? Now look, Carper, I came to you... You came to me to die, Shannon. That's why I want you to be comfortable. All warm and cozy. Because pretty soon, Shannon, it's going to turn cold. stars Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall, and the second act of our story. Lady Sailor, she go to Diamond Dance, the place of jollies and bell-bottom pants. Lady Sailor, she try like a hostess to pose. Mr. Shannon, he take powder right under her nose. <laughs> what are you laughing about? I made a dollar and thirty cents. How that man could Charleston. <laughs> you mean you dance, Lady Sailor, and let Mr. Slate get away from you? How did I know he was getting away? I turned my back and he was gone. I needed cab fare home. So I danced. You know where Mr. Shannon go? Sure. Looking for something. And he'll find it. Why does he do it, King? Why doesn't he stay here? With you? With me. Have it your way. I think I'll take myself somewhere and dream about it. You go for a walk? With the moon dipping low in the tropic sky, I'm going to bid a fun farewell to colorful old Havana. I'm going to sleep. Hey, wait a minute. I wait, Lady Sailor. For what? The letter in the box for room 12, Franny Lane's room. While you were out, it came. I was going to mention it to Mr. Slate when he returned. Hmm, a letter for Franny Lane, for a murdered girl. Registered, postmarked Miami, and no return address. Let's see what's in it, King. Don't look at me like that. Mr. Slate would see what's in it. <laughs> King Moses can compose jail song on spur the moment. Well, what do you know? What is it, Lady Sailor? A baggage check for the check room at the plane terminal. A baggage check. I wonder why. If King Moses was you, he would not wonder too much. He would wait for Mr. Slade to do the wonder why. Sing me a song, King Moses, about how I was going to sleep to dream of Slate Shannon. About how I decided to wait up for him to show him a baggage check. Go on, King. Sing to me about Slate Shannon. How does a man like you go out, Shannon? With a Betty Bye prayer you remember as a kid? I pause because it interests me what people tell themselves when they're going to die. If you kill me, Copper, you'll never know who murdered your wife. You. You. Nobody but you. The word is they found her in an alley. That's no place for my wife to die in, an alley. Cops say you got to a copper. You or me, they don't care. I found you. Why didn't I just turn you over to them without going through all this? 
Maria gave me your address. I could have given it to LaSalle. Why didn't I do that, copper? It's stuffy in here. I go to open a window. I escape from a jail because I want to breathe. What do I get? A wall. A stinking alley covered with yesterday's garbage. You believe me now? You believe I didn't kill her? Relax, kid. I'll tell you about Copper. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Do that. Five years ago, I did good in Havana. I split open a bank for 50 Gs. They put me behind a door for that. But they never lay hands on the money. Stick their noses every which place. Can't find my 50 Gs. Hey, look. Don't interrupt, kid. Copper is sensitive, remember? I put 50 G's worth of dreams in a cardboard suitcase, checked it in a place, send the baggage check to Franny, told her to come to me when I give her the word. You find the check on her when you killed her, huh, kid? And the cop, I told you... Because it won't do you any good. It won't do anybody any good. I'll tell you more about Copper. A piece of my life I spend in the army. I'll tell my friends I met a man who was in the army. They were good to me. Put me in the demolition squad... Taught me how to rig a trigger mine. I rigged them all over the place. In doorways. In suitcases. So you see, kid. If I don't kill you, death waits for you anyway. Like it waits for... <gasps> see? You see how it is? I... Copper. Copper. Yeah. Yeah, someone just killed you. That's how it is. Mr. Shannon's a long time gone, Lady Sailor. He's a big boy now. What am I trying to be funny for? I'm worried. Maybe the funny man will make a ha-ha for you. What? Funny man. He just come in, Lady Sailor. The way he's standing there at the desk looking at you, he liked the inside of Shannon's hotel better than the outside of Havana. I wonder what he wants. I just asked myself what you wanted, Mr. Dixon. Oh, a big smile. See, I give it to you. What do you want? Let's play post office. All right. Go stick your head in a mailbox. I'll send you home to Mother. Oh, that's good. Very good. Very good. Say, ain't that letter in box 12? What about it? Give it to me. Over my dead body. <laughs> yeah, it might just have to be that way. There's a gun in my pocket, sailor doll. It's pointed upward. If I pull the trigger, the bullet would hit you, say, uh, somewhere between your throat and your heart. <laughs> Over your dead body. Now, how am I going to top that one? The letter's addressed to Franny Lane. Poor Franny. Bumped a little head. Franny Lane had a pain in the back of her head. It made her dead. You want what I gave her? Here's the letter. Goodbye, Mr. Dixon. <laughs> Goodbye, Mr. Dixon. <laughs> How funny can you ever live? You tag along, doll. Wave goodbye to your friends over there. Make it jaunty and carefree and happy, happy. King Moses? Yes, Lady Salo. Ta-ta, King Moses, and toodaloo. Tell Mr. Slade I couldn't wait any longer. Jaunty enough, Mr. Dixon. Well, welcome to your home, Mr. Slade. Uh, anyone uh, been asking for me, King? Me, Lady Sailor. Anyone else like police? So far, it has been a very beautiful night. Full moon with no shadow of police. However, I bring one if you want one. Well, suddenly, everyone's a comic around here. Oh, I had no desire to be funny, Mr. Slate. I thought perhaps you would want a policeman. Now look at me, King. What could make you think I'd want a thing like that? The letter, maybe. Hmm? The registered letter that came from Miss Franny Lane. Oh, where is it? Here, in slot room 12. I knew you would want to peek into it before... It's gone. So it's gone. Who took it? Lady Sailor, maybe. Maybe she could not resist the curiosity of the baggage check she found in Miss Lane's letter when she opened it. Ah, that's what was in it. Only that. A baggage check from the plane terminal. I peeked also. Where's Sailor? In her room? Oh, no. 
on the arm of the man with the not-too-funny jokes. They went away together someplace. I know not what place. Yeah, but I bet I do, King. Funny, funny man could kill a girl in a place like that. Because he killed before? Uh-huh. How'd you guess? The girl was tall, slender, with honey-colored hair. See, si, see. Si. She came here with a man to get some baggage just a few minutes ago. See, si, see, si, I remember. Sure you do. How could you forget a girl like Sailor? <laughs> Frankly, senor, the thing I remember about the girl was her baggage check. It was five years old. It was for a suitcase. A suitcase? Ah, that's what compliment. It's booby-trapped. Please, senor. The name booby I do not like. Hell, uh, where, where'd they go? Out that door there, where the taxi cabs are. Thanks. Hey, cabby. Senor. You see a tall girl and a man, both Americans, come out of here a few minutes ago. They had a suitcase. See, si, they just took a cab. Now, where'd they go? I heard them tell Pedro, Pedro the driver, senor, to take them to the beach at Punta Verde. Now, well, take me there, cabby, fast. You tell me where to stop, doll. What have I got to do with it? You've got the gun. Pick a place that's pretty, because it's your dying place. I want to do right by you. What's it to you if I'm dead or alive? You've got to be dead, Dom. There's maybe $50,000 in that suitcase. I killed Franny for it and Copper. I've got to kill you so you won't run to the police. I know a joke to fit the occasion. You want to hear it? Wait a minute. Is that... Yeah. Yeah, someone's following us. Lie down behind that dune, doll. I said lie down. You looking for us, Shannon? Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking for you. You found us. Slate! Slate, are you all right? You missed, Dixon. We'll try again. Dixon, listen to me. That suitcase is booby-trapped. You'll get blown up. <laughs> Your boy makes funnies, too, eh, doll? Copper booby-trapped that suitcase, he told me. You better listen to him, Dixon. You think so, huh, doll? He's not going to lie to you at a time like this. This is just the time to lie to me. But I tell you what, we'll play it out. Hey, Shannon. I'm telling you it's booby-trapped, Dixon. Don't open it. Tell you what, I'm going to slide this suitcase down the other side of this dune. You open it, Shannon. You open it or I'll kill this girl of yours here. You got it, Shannon? I got it. Open it. Slate, run. Don't open it. Run. It's open. Strike a match so I can see it's open. All right. Look. Yeah. All that money, Shannon. Fifty grand. Copper told me that, too. Say goodbye to your girl, Shannon. I'll give you that much. Sure. I'll go tell her things I never told her before. Don't roam away or I'll shoot you in the back. I can see that far. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, you pretty money, you. You pretty's lying there so smug in this suitcase. Let me touch you. Oh, you feel nice. Let me lift you out. Let me rub you against my cheek. Let me... Now turn around, sailor. You don't have to look. We're pretty lucky, sailor. What happened? The copper rigged it good. To blow up when the money was taken out of the suitcase. Uh, come on, sailor, let's go home. Down there, Slate. Doesn't the beach look lovely? Who needs it? I know a deserted hunk of it where there's four clumps of palm trees. So? So you can gather yourself a lovely bunch of coconuts. Goodbye, Slate. <laughs> Come back here. What for? Is that a way to treat a man who saved you from the jaws of death? The very jaws? Then come to the beach. For what? So I can pin a medal on you. Do it here. All right. Well? That's a medal? What do you think? Oh, I think it's a kiss. Maybe I'm wrong. Come here. 
And so our two stars, Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall, have brought to a close our latest Bold Venture story. Special music was composed and conducted by David Rose. If you enjoyed that golden age of radio production, be sure to follow The Riley and Kimmy Show. We feature old-time radio shows from time to time. We have archived episodes available right now on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. Some of them have old-time radio episodes on them. Please tell your friends about the Riley and Kimmy Show. Help us grow. Our social media links are available on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. That's R-I-L-E-Y and Kimmy, K-I-M-M-Y, dot com. If you friend, follow, and like us, we will friend and follow you back. Also, be sure to check out our website, events page, and our social media pages for updates where the Riley and Kimmy show will be appearing next. And we're available for your pop culture event and also those that are animal-based, about pets and animals too. We have a spinoff show called Animal Special. So be sure to tell your friends about us. It's the Riley and Kimmy show, the nerd variety talk show with daily pop culture episodes. The Riley and Kimmy Show. Find archive podcasts of The Riley and Kimmy Show at RileyandKimmy.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.